Hey there and welcome to the Pilot Ultrapod. I am James Stewart and I'm following on from episode 3 where Paul talked to you a wee bit about the build on self-talk that I did a couple of weeks back and he talked a lot, he talked a lot about just the amount of thoughts that go through our minds, how we react and do a lot of them subconsciously but react to some of them more than others and how maybe sometimes negative negative thoughts can get in our way and he spent a good bit of time explaining some examples around that. He also made a joke about Alice um, so it's clear that Alice isn't listening to the podcasts or if she is I'm sure he would have got more lots of words feedback on that particular joke but um, all kidding aside we are really really enjoying the feedback back we're getting from the sprints. Lots of people have got in touch to tell us they're really helping and they've been doing some of the actions we've looked to spark. And a reminder, if you haven't listened to Paul's pod from the last one, which is episode three in this particular sprint series we are going through, then he gave an action to you to take away, much like we will do at the end of every sprint. And that action was really simple. It was to assess your self-talk mindset. Are you overly positive or negative or do you have the balance right? And that was the action he basically wanted you to do. And then he suggested you choose a day, list all the negative thoughts you have, dig a bit deeper and add a few more thoughts and see what you can perhaps change in your self-perception or otherwise. And hopefully you've taken the time to do that action and that will help you then move on to this next pod, which I'm going to take you through here. So, as I said, if you haven't listened to Paul's pod, press pause. Did you hear that pause button? And go back to listen to episode 3 and if you've not listened to any of the episodes on this particular sprint series it's really worth your while going back to listen to them they are around 10 minutes long so you can consume them one after the other or consume them then reflect on them and I hope you are getting a lot from them today I'm going to talk about embracing discomfort now we did this at a recent piling uh, move with piling a day that we had up in Aberfoyle so if you were there you will be hearing some of the same themes as we spoke about on that day but embracing discomfort is really about how you think and receive stuff and the quote that we used on opening up that session this day was the most difficult thing to do uh, or the most difficult thing is the decision to act the rest is merely tenacity. And that was Amelia Earhart, who is an absolute heroine of the um, of just women's pioneering with what she did around flight. And if you don't know who Amelia Earhart is, please take the time to look her up. I'm not going to tell you here. It was really interesting hearing people talk about her. Um, I then posited that she was in Night at the Museum too, and that got a few chuckles. But don't laugh because this is a serious podcast and seriously I want you to think about where your decision to act meets tenacity because that's where embracing discomfort really hits the road when the rubber hits the road to coin the cliche. So just a wee bit about discomfort. Discomfort is this ability to be able to do stuff without or being able to embrace discomfort, the ability to do stuff without it debilitating your um, ability to move forward. So think about it a wee bit today, like you've got today's comforts where you are, in, in essence, happy and comfortable and able to operate without any major stress going on in your life. And stress can be anything from training stress to work stress to personal stress, it doesn't matter. And then there's two types of discomfort that help you build that range of discomfort that you are able to absorb. And the two types of discomfort are reactive discomfort, when something happens you just have to deal with it, which could be an unexpected death in the family, which is on the extreme side of things, through to just a meeting crashing your diary and the work that you had to do had to be crammed in and you lost time, whatever it might be. But there are things that happen 
happen that are effectively out of, out of our control discomfort. We just have to deal with it. And then there's strategic discomfort. Things that you can do in order to help just build that zone of comfort that you have that allows you to be able to deal with a wider range of things, whether it's building your agility, your adaptability, or just your resistance um, to things. And in a physical sense, that's kind of like building fatigue resistance through intervals and tempos and long runs and building your endurance because that's you increasing your comfort over distance. Um, but on a personal side, it might be just the way you think, and this is what this series is all about, and how you approach problems and challenges, your ability to have confidence that no matter what the challenge is, you can problem solve as an example. And if you can take today's comforts, manage and go after some strategic discomfort, and get better at dealing with reactive discomfort, then your comfort, um, tomorrow's comforts and your ability to deal with more just grows and grows and grows. And it's elastic. Once it grows, it stays growing. Now, there are times, though, when different things and different stresses in your life might mean that your ability to deal with things ebbs and flows, and that is okay. So, what I want you to do today is just take a minute to consider is, is what is it you are comfortable with? Just take a minute to consider that. I'll pause for a moment, albeit I'll talk so that you don't think your podcast has stopped and you check your podcast player. But just think there, what is it you're comfortable with today? And is what you're comfortable with today enough for you to meet those lofty aims that you're aiming for? And are you aiming big enough? In the last podcast, Paul talked about, you know, are you overly positive or overly negative? And sometimes you can be overly optimistic um, and think that you can reach for the stars. You know, you haven't trained for six months and you stand on the start line of a hundred miler. Maybe one or two occasions someone will get away with that, but in the vast majority of cases, that's a recipe for long-term injury or a recipe for disappointment. Um, and there's a fine line between being deluded and thinking you can overcome anything and being absolutely debilitated and not being able to do anything. So this, it's like a horseshoe, you know, you can jump from one to the other. Um but I would really encourage you as you start to think about what comforts you have today and where you want to be is to understand what it is you need to stretch in order to get to that big aim. So when you start to think about it, you've got to start small because that's like that bit of elastic that you just bend and bend and stretch and stretch and bend and bend and stretch and stretch. That then turns into this big bit of elastic, but it doesn't do it by you pulling it apart in one go because the chances are it may snap because you'll overstretch it or it's not ready for that tension's not ready to take that so you've got to think about that a wee bit like with your with your, your level of comfort with things uh, as it is today so as as we always do what we want to do what we want you to do is just start to think about how comfortable are you with discomfort and we're using that word a lot and does discomfort feel a negative thing for you a neutral thing for you or actually a positive thing for you and the right answer not that I want to give you the answer, is it can be all three. And this is one of the things as we go through this series, we want you to move move away from if you're in this space or want you to build on top of if you're already working your way through this space is, is there is really no black or white. As Yoda says, there isn't, you know, he says there is no try. There is just do or don't. Well, that's not actually true. And I haven't quoted Yoda right there. Don't at me, Star Wars fans. But what I'm getting at is, is that there is always but or as well, and, and, or. And when you start to think about that, your level of comfort with something today isn't a fixed place to be. It's not, this is my comforts and this is it. 
It's this is my comforts today and this is how I grow them tomorrow. So we've got examples. I'll, I'll use a couple of people I'm coaching just now. We've got an example of a runner who today, a local runner, and I, much like the last story I told, I won't name them, um, but this local runner has been doing downhill sprints and downhill reps today. Not something we do very often because one, they they, they put a lot of stress on the body and the muscles um, and two, it's not tradition for people to do that it has to be done with a level of specificity but this runner's doing a very very challenging race in the summer and we're in February as we're, well January actually as we're talking just now and we have this runner already starting to stretch that level of comfort with moving at pace downhill not only to condition his body for it but also to condition him mentally to be more comfortable at letting go going down the hill that's embracing discomfort looking at a session like that and thinking oh that's going to be tough but I'm going to get it done and it's really good to see that um that athlete who messaged me this morning after his run to say it was a, a tough run on tired legs but to see him embracing that and we kind of joked about him entering the race and they sent me a laughing emoji back and then has probably bought a voodoo doll but that's a different story but the point there with that particular athlete is is he's already planning and working on strategic discomfort to help build his level of comfort. The question for you is, is what can you do? So this week's action and spark action moment is going to sit around this. What I want you to do is, is I want you to sit for a moment after this podcast and just write down where your comfort is, where your ambitions lie and what discomfort do you have to embrace and engage in to go from today's comforts to tomorrow's ambitions. And it probably should just keep it to between three and five things maximum. I'm sure you can write a litany of things, but if you broadly categorise them into different things, so you might be thinking, I need to improve my quad conditioning because I've downhill reps, like, like the guy we're talking about. I need to get more comfortable at running in the evening um, because I'm going to have a long spell out overnight. And I need to be more comfortable running with a pack because that's going to be something I'm going to have to do during this event. Those are areas where you could just go, well, these are the three things and I can make little tiny changes to make that more comfortable so that when it comes to the event and my big ambition, I have a greater chance of success, which is what it is all about. And even just using the pack story, I am running the West Highland Way race this year and I haven't done it for a few years because 2019 was the last time I did it. So I'm not habitually running with a pack. So for two or three easy runs a week, I'm putting a pack on with a couple of bags of lentils in it and just doing my easy runs with them because that's going to help me condition my body to be able to deal with carrying the pack. Condition my legs as well for dealing with that extra weight, albeit the, the, the winter pounds are probably helping with that as well. But also just get me over that fear or that apprehension that when I get to Rower Den and I have to pick up the pack that it's going to affect my experience. So instead of that affecting me, it's going to be something that I can accept, manage and move on with because I'll have practiced it. These are the simple things you can do. Embracing discomfort isn't about I'm going to walk on fire and I'm going to take all of that. It's not, it doesn't have to be that level of extreme change. It just has to be doing something you ordinarily would shy away from because it's just slightly outside your comfort zone. And that is the action we want to spark this week. Write down three to five things you need to do in order to go from the level of comfort you have today that will give you a chance of greater success for your ambitions and aims of tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to this and thank you so much for listening to the Pylon Ultrapod across this sprint series. As we say at the end of every series, um, if you want to know more about what we're up to, you can contact Paul at Pylon across almost every social media out there. I'm not sure about TikTok though. And I am James underscore Stuart 13 on Twitter and 
um, James Stewart 13 on Instagram and you can just contact me in any, any which way you like. We love to hear feedback. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, feel free to subscribe, download and give us a five star review. And if you've not liked what you've enjoyed, you can do the opposite. Um, but we are just trying to help and trying to spark action. Hope you've Hopefully you've enjoyed what you've heard today. And if you want to know more about Pylon Coaching and the Pylon Offering, go to pylonultra.com and there's lots of information on that website there. Or indeed, just contact Paul or the team and any one of them will be happy to talk to you about training from 5k to 5 days and beyond as we've seen recently. So thank you so much for listening and look forward to Paul following up on this next week. 